1: uh, the all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in
2: Florida.
0: From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp, it's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, Patrick. Nice cop. They want to see me do my
1: dance in these thousand dollar pants. Don't disrespect me and my man. Spending a whole
3: lot chops on your ass. <laughs>
2: Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great day so far. Go check out my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E dot Now, there's a couple of ways on how you can get a hold of me. One being my email, Tuttle at gmail.com. I answer all of my emails. I try to. Uh, The more and more that this show grows, the more and more traffic and emails I'm getting into my inbox. So I try to do as well as I can. But if you don't want to email and you'd like to leave a voicemail, even if you hate me, I'm going to play it. You can easily do that by calling 407-270-3044. Once again, that is 407-270-3044. Uh, I haven't gotten any in, in the last couple of days, and I think you guys are afraid. I think you're afraid that I'm going to get mad at something you say, and I'm going to dox you, I'm going to give out your information, and I'm gonna be like, F them. No, that's not going to happen. I want to hear from you guys. I I never, ever wanted to be one of those hosts that couldn't take criticism, because I think it makes for better radio in the, in the long run, because... Uh, Having an opposing opinion is great for business. Uh, I want to get into something. So I stayed pretty busy the last couple of days. Uh, I went out to the Trump rally on Monday. I was up early. Uh, Stayed busy on Tuesday doing editing. Uh, I'm having to do some spec spots uh, for some potential clients that Vulture is getting me. So I'm staying pretty busy, but I got a call around 9 o'clock last night. And I usually would not go out if somebody calls me at nine and says, hey, do you want to meet up? But I had to with this one. My friend Teresa. I mean, I I call her friend. I'm not going to be like one of those guys like, oh, we were dating or something like that. No, we we went out on a couple of dates and then COVID hit and she had been staying busy because she's a kick ass nurse. So she reached out last night because we had, we had texted earlier in the day and she was like, hey, what are you doing? Do you want to go hang out? And you know what? For a second there, I was like, you know what? I got a lot of work to do. I can't go out. And you know what? I, I, I was like, screw it. I am going. So I got my stuff, ended up meeting at P.F. Chang's like at around 930. Now, the great thing about this pandemic is that you really didn't have to wait for a table. And they had everybody spread out. Everybody was wearing masks. Everybody was being safe. I I didn't feel uncomfortable at all there. But it was such a great time. I needed that. I needed to go out. And I, I, I do like Teresa a lot. I think she's an amazing woman. Great job. Great mom. Very, very attractive. That was the other thing. Oh, so... I know this is kind of a, douche, a douchey thing for me to do, but, you know, I've been working out. I am in shape. I am in nowhere near being perfection. No, I still got a little bit of fat that I'm trying to get rid of, but I look amazing compared to what I was. Uh, <laughs> I made sure that I put on the tightest shirt that I could because, you know, when you're fat, you don't want to wear tight up because you want to hide your fat. But when you got some muscle, so I ended up getting the the shortest sleeve one so I could show off my arms and my shoulder, so I know it's a little bit of a douchey thing, but I'm being honest, I am an open book, and it was kind of a douche move on my part, but she ended up getting there. We got there around the same time. I have not been to that part of Daytona, all those, like, new entertainment. It's almost like a winter park village across the street from the speedway, but like I said, there were no crowds, really weren't, wasn't around a lot of people, uh, and, and back to what I was saying, I felt completely comfortable. So we sat down for dinner. You know, PF chains might not be the best when you're kind of on a diet and trying to watch what you're eating. But you know what? I said, F it. I'm going to I'm going to enjoy myself tonight. So I ended up getting one sushi roll and we shared some other appetizers. It was a great time. We, we talked. Um, my God, man. Uh, she was, like, filling me in on some of the guys that she's been dating, uh, people that she's gone out on dates with. And, oh, my God, when did guys become psychotic? Listen, I, I mean, I know that I have no room to talk when it comes to mental stability. But, Jesus Christ, man, I don't know what the hell's going on. But, you know, a lot of people want to complain about women being, like, clingy. Or, or trying to be controlling. Well, guys can be controlling as well, too. But goddamn, man. I I always said that I never wanted to be those guys. But when the older generation is like, oh, the, what happened to the kids Said, hey, Wave hey, what, what happened to the younger generation? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I became one of those people because holy crap. Some of the texts, after just going out on a couple of dates... The venom and hate that guys spit towards women when it doesn't work out. You guys, you guys just expect too much. Um, one, of, one of the main things was uh, this, and, and I'm not going to use any names, but this one guy was upset because she hangs out with too many other guys, guy friends. And I've never seen why that is a problem it It shouldn't be a problem if you're with somebody and you're in a relationship with them which they were not even in a relationship at this point, but this is how this guy was thinking you spend you spend too much time with guys and and I'm like you do not trust her i I've never been that type of guy. It does not bother me one bit if the my partner, my chick whatever whatever you want to call her is hanging out and has a lot of guy friends because I trust her. The relationship is not even worth it if you can't trust your other half to be able to hang out with the opposite sex. I mean, it's, it's built on a shaky foundation if you're worried that she's going to have sex with all of her guy friends. They're going to they're gonna run a train. They're going to make her airtight. It, it's not working that way. And if she does... Then it's not meant to be, man. It, it really isn't. Wouldn't Wouldn't you want to know? Wouldn't you want to know? Like, okay, yeah, go hang out with your guy friend. But I mean, you you can't you can't have a successful relationship if you're going to get jealous because your significant other is hanging out with a lot of dudes. And to make things even worse, you guys have only gone out on a couple of dates. So it's not your place to say anything. So. You know that that kind of made me feel better about what type of a person I am because I'm not one of those jealous people and I'm also not gonna chase you because it's happened to me so many times in my life where I show more interest than the other side. It's like I like them more than they like me and I know that maybe is a bad way to look at it but I never wanted to be one of those overbearing guys. I know this girl that I went out with last night is a very busy person. I mean, she's got kids that are already over 18, but she's also got a younger daughter right now. And I know that's one of the most important things, her career, or or maybe uh, if if I'm just guessing, daughter number one, career number two, but they kind of go hand in hand because the career helps out the other. So I never wanted to be that guy. I'm not going to bug you. I'm not going to be checking in with you every single day and bug you because it just seems clingy. And I I think that women find that uh, unattractive when guys just need your undivided attention all the time. Look at me. Look at me. I need your eyes on me all the time. You can't have a you cannot have a life outside of this. It's just me and you, and the I should be the only important thing. No. Now, that, that could have, like, ruined a lot of relationships for me. Who knows? But I just, I've never been that type of guy. Yes, of course, I wanted to hang out with Teresa. But I just, I know she's busy. She's got her life going on right now. But it was great to be able to hang out with her. So we ate dinner. Great conversation. Uh, she had asked what I'd been up to. I talked about the show growing, talked about how I'm the healthiest I've ever been mentally and physically. And then after that, we were, we were getting ready to leave. And, and I, listen, I believe equality when it comes between the sexes and stuff. So when the check came, I'm old fashioned. Yes, I, I don't make a lot of money right now, but you know what? I'm going to pay for the bill. I'm not going to make the woman that I go out with, even though she invited me, I, I wasn't going to make her pay for it. But guess what? I, I tried to get the bill, and she paid it. She paid it. I, I mean, I left the tip and stuff. I mean, it made me feel kind of bad at first, but she was like, listen, I was the one that called you last minute to be able to come out and hang out. So she ended up paying it. Now, we've been out on other dates, people, and I've paid the bill so don't don't act like I'm some moocher or something because I'm not i'm I really really am so so that happened. I was like, oh, we're just gonna walk out of the car and we're gonna part ways. So no, she wanted to go outside we we hung out in a very nice spot, just sat at a table and just chatted all night long until maybe about twelve thirty but God damn, it, the time passed so quickly because I was having a great time and I would have sat there and talked to her for a very, very long time. And then we ended up, uh, I always do this thing and I know it's kind of sappy, but I always, I always walk the girl, the woman, to the car, make sure she gets in safe, make sure she's able to drive off before I leave. And I got a good night kiss last night, people. I mean it was a very innocent type kiss but i mean it was it was still something and that made my day it put a perpetual smile on my face and this is the other thing i do i'm not i don't do it to try to make myself look good but i was like hey text me or call me when you get home so i may so i know you made it home safe and it was a great time man i i so needed that in the worst way and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be overbearing, but I'm gonna do a better job, and stay uh, keeping in touch with her. You know, I'm. I'm not gonna like bug her with like 20 texts a day or call her. Hey, what are you doing? How's work? What are you doing? Any guy you talk to any? Oh, you talk to guys? Oh, I can't have that. No, that that's that's the last thing that I want. But I am gonna do a better job keeping in touch with her. All right, guys. I just wanted to fill you in. Share something actually good happening in my life, something that I can be happy about. But you know how my neurotic mind works. I'm like, oh, hey, Uh, (laughs) that's the thing. That's why I can't enjoy good things because uh, (laughs) the first thing, my brain, that that little voice in the back of my head is like, oh, this is going to be bad. You are going to mess this up somehow. She feels bad for you. She thinks you're pathetic and she's just trying to be nice to hang out with. you. And I'm not saying that's the case. The real me does not think that. But that little voice in the back of my head, that annoying voice that's scratching the back of my head is like and it's called doubt. Doubt talks mad trash. Doubt brings all the smoke to the to the schoolyard ready to punch my face in at any minute and it's just the, it's just the way that i am so all right guys be back in a few minutes you are listening to the tuttle daily podcast he's a
3: nerd
2: i've only been arrested one time
0: a radio personality
2: professionally i'm not in the best position that i've ever been in
0: and hot talk satirizer
2: You would think with everything that's going on, a Caucasian like myself wouldn't be able to randomly talk to an African-American or a
0: minority. You're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising.
2: All right, welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. I wanted to burn through some audio right now. I wanted to get through some of it because... I've been gathering audio and I haven't played a lot in a really, really long time. But one of the videos that is making the rounds right now is this dude that was hiking out on the West Coast of the United States. And I've never really, really understood this. Like, why would you go hiking in the woods where there's tons of dangerous animals? Grizzly bears, just whatever it may be. I don't understand why these people don't bring protection. Like, for example, that jogger, which might be the most manliest man, the biggest badass of all time, because this dude got attacked by a mountain lion and he didn't have the weapon on him. He choked this cougar, this mountain lion, out with his bare hands. I can only imagine what that dude looked like Because if you ever seen just like a normal house cat? And they're not even anywhere near the size of a mountain lion or a panther or cougar, whatever you want to call them. But even just a normal, everyday, run-of-the-mill house cat will F up your whole entire day. Because they'll grab you with those front claws and then they just rake you. They rake and rake and rake with those back legs. So you got four legs... And a mouthful of razor-sharp teeth coming at you. And this dude killed a mountain lion with his bare hands. Now, this guy also, the audio I'm about to play, was getting stalked by a cougar. Mountain lion. I mean, they're, they're called all types of different things. But this guy was hiking, and he came across a bunch of kittens. That were out playing in the on the trail that he was walking by, and he knew that it was going to be trouble because he started backing up, and then a one pissed off mother came out of nowhere, claws just a swinging. The the cat was taking hacks at this dude nonstop. Every time this guy took his attention off of this big cat, it went after him. Claws up, ready to take hacks. This morning, a terrifying encounter. Oh,
3: oh, oh, Kyle Burgess was hiking near Provo, Utah, when he first spotted cougar cubs.
1: They were cougars.
2: Listen, I'm so prepared. I'm so afraid of cougars. I even pack the nine millimeter when I go to a bar, just in case any smoky voice cougar bitches come up and try to get in my space. You, you can't, you can't trust them. Hell. The human version of cougars are sometimes deadlier than the wildlife ones.
1: And mama was near.
2: Then, seconds later, the cub's mother pounces.
1: No! Go away! Go away! Please go away!
3: That cougar immediately started stalking Burgess, who captured the entire six-minute confrontation on his phone. Hey, come
1: on, dude.
2: I don't feel like dying today. <laughs> I I love how the dude is trying to reason with this mother cougar. I mean, this cat does not give a damn what you're saying to it. And I got to tell you, it's one of my worst fears. Listen, when you're when you die, you don't know it. I mean, do you remember before you were born? No, you don't. So when you're dead, you don't know it, but it sucks those last few minutes of your life getting eaten by a wild animal it's got to be the worst way to go and at least cats at least for the most part big cats they go for the throat and they try to choke you out and kill you first before they start eating you there's a there's a lot of dick-headed animals out there that they don't even give you that common or common courtesy Of killing you first before they eat you. Hell, like hyenas and wild dogs and stuff like that. Oh, oh, they start devouring you before you ever stop breathing. The cougar at times
3: lunging at him. Go away! Nope. The avid trail runner slowly backing away. away, making loud noises and
2: trying to appear bigger. Finally, Burgess was able to throw a rock at the cat and it runs away. Well, damn. That cat was nothing but a goddamn bitch-ass pussy if a rock scared it off. That's the thing about those animals. They they talk a big game sometimes. I mean, if you run into a grizzly, you're kind of screwed. I uh, the, the movie The Revenant was on, the one with Leonardo DiCaprio, where he's out in the wilderness and he gets attacked by that grizzly bear. I know it's all, like, movie magic, but God, uh, God damn it, man. That scene, I forgot how, like, tough... uh, how tough that was to watch because it was just it, it seemed like that whole scene was never ever gonna end and you're pretty much at the mercy of a grizzly bear there there's nothing you can do i mean the dude even had a gun shot the bear in the face and it still was just like mauling him trying to kill him and it was throwing him around like it was nothing. I, sh- it was like that bear could have been could have bent Leo over and done him right in the BH, and there was nothing that Leo could have done about it. But yeah, that that was a brutal ass scene. But yeah, that cat was a no, that cat was doing nothing but bluffing. It got scared off by a goddamn rock.
1: In the video, you see she pounces quite often, and every time she pounces, it's when I either was looked away Ooh. from her directly. Nope. Or I went to look for a rock. And so really it just came down to like, well, I just need to wait for a better opportunity to actually grab the rock to where she's not going to pounce on me.
3: Burgess waited 30 minutes before hiking the two miles back down the canyon. He says watching YouTube videos helped him know what to do during those terrifying moments.
2: How about this? Don't go out into the wilderness without personal protection. And I'm, I'm not talking about PPEs. Uh, When I'm talking about masks for the coronavirus, you got to you got to be packing heat or at least have a knife. I don't know if I'm being honest, even a knife isn't going to help you because that cat will just F up your whole entire world before you even get a chance to get it out of your pocket and stab it. And you're, you're talking about uh, just the normal everyday pocket knife. You're talking about having to stab one of these goddamn things like 10 times before you ever get, get any relief from those razor sharp claws.
1: My emotions though, at the, at the time were just a jumbled mess. I was excited. I was scared. Uh, it was like, Hey, what do I do? Right. I
2: will give the guy credit. Like when you're facing a life and death situation like that, where you could easily just get eaten by a wild animal, the guy had the whereabouts to pull out his phone and record this. See, even though I'm always like producing content online, I don't even think that I would have been like level headed and calm enough to be able to pull out my phone, but the guy did it. I mean, he, he he sounded a little bit like a uh, bitch. I'm sorry, the way he was yelling at the cat. But guess what? I've never faced down a wild animal that, like a predator, like a cougar, that wanted to kill me. So bravo on you, guy. Bravo. I want to play one last piece of audio before I go to break. Uh, it kind of relates to something I'm going to close the show out with. But I find this very ironic that... The Catholic Church is going to make a saint, one of the youngest saints of all time. It's a teenage boy. And I don't understand why people do not have a problem with this. Do, do you realize what the Catholic Church does? Do you realize the sexual crimes they commit against the, our youth? And now they're going to make a saint out of a teenage boy? Oh, this is going to be problems. This is going to be problems. And guess what? He's going to be the most popular saint that the Catholic Church has ever had for all the wrong reasons.
3: A British-born Italian teenager who dedicated his short life to the spreading of the faith online and helping the poor is set to become the first millennial saint after he was beautified by Catholic Church on Saturday.
2: You know, the Catholic Church thinks masturbation is kind of a sin. I could only imagine how many of these cardinals and priests are going to run one off to the the first millennial saint. Oh, yeah. Oh, you are so hot, millennial saint. Oh, oh my God, millennial saint, you are the best. I mean, that's got to be like a double sin in their world, right? To please yourself to a teenage boy saint. And you know some of these Catholic priests are going to do it. You know it. I can't say for sure, but the odds are good that they are
3: going to be jacking it to the millennial saint. Carlo Acutis, who died of leukemia in 2006, aged 15, was placed on the path to sainthood after the Vatican ruled.
2: And the thing is, these priests and cardinals are the true definition of predators they seek out the weaker ones there was a story maybe about five years ago about how they were preying on deaf boys deaf altar boys now hell a kid a boy with leukemia and listen i'm not trying to shock jock here i'm not trying to say shocking things but it is the truth these priests these cardinals these higher ups in the catholic church hell it could the pope could even be in on it who knows But what I'm trying to say is that they love to go for a weak one. And a boy with leukemia cannot fight back. He is weaker. The chemotherapy has ravaged his body. So... He's not going to be able to scream as loud. He's not going to be able to yell for help as loud. It's easy pickings.
3: That he had miraculously saved another boy's life. The Vatican claims he interceded from heaven in 2013 to cure a Brazilian boy suffering from a rare pancreatic disease. According to his mother, Antonia Salzano, while he was alive, his zeal for the Lord drove him to make a website on miracles. He would also use his savings to buy sleeping bags for the homeless people, and in the evening he bought them hot drinks. The millennials' remains are lying in Assisi, Italy.
2: Guys, don't get it twisted. I, I'm not saying anything bad about the kid. I'm just saying the proof is in the pudding. And I just find it very ironic that these Catholic uh, higher-ups, the Catholic members, are all in on getting this millennial saint in. And I'm just saying, seems a little fishy. All right, I'm going to go over here. I just saw, because I, I was recording in the Tuttle Daily Podcast studio, which is my beat-up 2006 PT Cruiser. I saw Mark pull up in his badass Camaro, and I want to check in with him. He's uh He's been out and about as of late, and I just wanted to come and visit with my good friend Mark. And I'm always talking loud whenever I'm walking up to Mark's trailer Because I don't want him to actually mistake me and shoot me or something. Let's see what Mark is up to. I just want to see what Mark's up to. See, I make myself known. I try to be loud because I don't want him to shoot me if I'm walking up to the trailer. And I make myself known. I am friend, not foe. How are you, Mark? Oh,
1: my God. I've never been better. Yeah.
2: Hey, I like you,
1: Pat. I'm doing wonderful, Mark. All right, good, man. Hey, I want about that
2: i wanted to come over and find out so what's what's up with your uh hometown state of michigan they're they're up there trying to kidnap the governor and
1: stuff what oh well, you know i mean i happen to know the sheriff in barry county and i think he's done a fine job other than he's kind of a psychotic
2: yeah wasn't he kind of like uh you know didn't he he kind of like wasn't against it he was kind of like oh they were doing what they had to do
1: our yeah yeah I have some inside track on that. Oh, you do. I, oh, you do. I would like to tell you, just because I think you've got a right to know this, but he's a fruitcake. What? What do you mean, fruitcake? Like well, he's insane. You know, he's like he he agrees with the fact that open carry is a thing, and you need to go up there in Lansing, and you need to walk up on the state capital steps and yeah. and brandish. That's yeah. what you need to do, brandish, because. You want to get these people straightened out? Yeah.
2: Now let me ask you. So a story came out. You've heard of the Proud Boys, right?
1: Oh yeah, I love them. Proud Boys. I, you know they're faggots, right? Yeah. No.
2: <laughs> 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 oh, I can play this That's as a bad. podcast, but but I no, really you
1: like gay people. No, but
2: I you want to know what the gays did though on Twitter? They took over the hashtag yeah, Proud
1: they Boys. I know that.
2: And it was all them posting pictures of them like wearing like rainbow.
1: How are you, yeah. How are you doing? Come here and hold my. Oh, never mind.
2: Yeah, but you know that had to piss off the 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 Proud Boys, though,
1: right? Well, they got you know part of their name is right when when you say boy, I think you mean it.
2: <laughs> now, so they said that if if President Trump loses, they would be they would when he loses. I think he will, but I don't want to say that to Dad. But uh, but they say if it does happen, that they're ready to support a civil war. What what do you say? Would you would you?
1: have them line up would you face off against a proud boy a line right out here in front and i'll take care of their pain
2: (laughs) so so you're not scared of the proud boys at all those
1: faggots (laughs)
2: all right i'm getting out of here and finally you guys know that i went out to cover the donald trump rally at the sanford international airport now i'm really kicking myself in the ass that i did not know Or recognize this person. I I knew of her. But I really didn't know what she looks like. I I try not to pay attention to some of these right wing. Or even the Democrat parties. These people do not even really believe all the stuff they're saying. They just say outrageous things. They are so one-sided when it comes to stuff. Because they're catering to an audience. But Caitlyn Bennett. I don't know if you've heard or heard about her, but she is the right-winger gun-carrying, which I have no problem. I fully support the Second Amendment, but she got notoriety from wanting to carry. She did carry an AR-15 on the campus of Kent State, and it got her a lot of attention. So she's also anti-abortion. But when I was out there during the Trump rally, there was this pastor. Never heard of him before, but he is a Catholic pastor i don't he was wearing the whole thing he was wearing the the collar and the black suit and everything but everybody was wanting to talk to him everybody was wanting to talk to him and and these guys are they're all the same they they do it because they're trying to gain an audience they're trying to you know garner followers and you know i i kind of do the same thing but i i try to do it through entertainment and giving you my opinion i try to be fair I, I I call out both sides. Yes, I do call out the right a little bit more than I do the left. But I mean, if the left was pulling some of the uh, antics that they're that the right is pulling right now, I I would call them out just as much. But this pastor, I think his name is Pastor Frank pazone I I think that I don't even know. I had never heard of him until then. But I also find it kind of ironic. He uh. They, they were so, so playing up to the audience. They, they, he had a uh, co-host with him that was a hot, maybe Spanish, Peruvian-type chick in a really, really tight dress. And I'm like, okay, cool. I see what you're doing. I see uh, Pastor Frank. But I ended up confronting him. But I, I did not realize that Caitlin Bennett was there filming me, and I made her video. I made her video on her website And now I'm kicking myself in the ass because if I would have known who she was, oh, man, I would have laser locked on her in a heartbeat. And not 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 because of the Second Amendment thing. I just would have talked to her about the Republican Party and asked her some tough questions. I listen, I support what she did by carrying an AR-15. I can say, hell, yeah. I mean, it's protected. And and, in our Bill of Rights, our Constitution, whatever, whatever, whatever it is. So I have no problem with that. But, man, I, I really could have made more of a name for myself. But I dropped the ball, and now I hate myself for it. But, hey, at least I made one of her videos. And, and I was wearing a, uh, I was wearing the uh, the reflective neon yellow uh, Bubba safety vest. And the only reason I was wearing that is because I want to be able to stand out in the crowd, and, and it kind of worked. So here's the audio from Caitlin Bennett's video piece she did covering the Donald Trump rally in Sanford. I mean, what, what's
1: Trump going to
2: do? You're what not answering Trump my question. I'm saying why does the Catholic Church let them rape boys? It doesn't. Th- then why has nobody done a day in jail
1: then? Why does the what, Democratic they... Party rape boys?
2: And listen, guys, I'm, I'm not calling out the right wing on this one just to single them out. Because the Dems do it as well, too. When they are asked a tough question, instead of answering it like they should, it should not be a tough question. You should be against it. You should be condemning it. They didn't condemn it at all, really. I mean, the guy did say, well, you know, who would agree with that? But what I'm trying to say is, did you hear, oh, why do the Dems rape boys? And I'm like, that that wasn't my question. I, th- the question was not even really political. I was just asking, why is the Catholic Church not doing anything about this? And they automatically, why are the Dems raping little boys? I mean, I'm I'm sure it's happened. But I was talking about the Catholic Church. They are going. That's to not the question. Stop avoiding the question. No, I'm asking about the Catholic Church. How many times do you want me, How many times do you want me? Why are you talking about the public education system? Now, if you don't know who that is, that is the one and only Caitlin Bennett. Now, once again, why am I not talking about the public education system? I, come on, man. What the F are you guys doing? I was asking a very simple question. How can you, as a person, you guys all talk about Trump being a man of God, Trump being chosen by God himself to lead our country into the promised land. I'm telling you right now, if I was running for president, I would not want the endorsement of the Catholic Church. I just wouldn't want it. And the only reason that people take it is because I'm sure that the Catholic Church is forking over dump truck loads of money. For Trump's re-election campaign, and I was just asking a question, but this bitch, Caitlin Bennett, wants to ask me about the public education system, and and I kind of replied to her. Because I, 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 you, you don't think it's important that boys? It is important. Let's talk caverns. about it. Number two. Number two. Do you want to talk to us well, about how the Catholic Church? in the world Church? would anyone think that's okay? So Pastor Frank says, "Why would anybody think that that's okay?" Well, then I'm telling you right now, if. I was a part of an organization and they were known for molesting children, taking away their innocence. Oh, you do you think I would be caught dead wearing a a Catholic outfit, wearing the holy robe like this guy was doing? Hell no. I would not want to be associated with it. And you know what? You are guilty by association Because if you guys really, really wanted to stop it, 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 just being honest, if the Catholic supporters, the people that fork over money in the collection plates every single Sunday, if they said, hey, guess what? We are not giving you any more money until you stop this sexual abuse that's running rampant through the Catholic Church. Oh, guess what? they could not stop raping boys fast enough if they knew that it was gonna hurt them in the pocket. So, I don't know. I, I know that I'm probably gonna lose some Catholic members that subscribe and support to this uh, podcast, but it, it's it's kind of important to me. It should be on everybody's mind and we should be taking care of this. But guess what? As long as the money keeps flowing in, the Catholic Church is gonna keep doing business the way they do it hope you guys enjoyed today's show hope you guys are all being safe and i'll talk to you tomorrow
0: and that's the show for today thanks for listening to the tuttle daily podcast hey don't be a dickhead do us a favor like share and subscribe to the show also Check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast is brought to you by the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Cam. You want some cool-ass sunglasses? Check out vaporshades.com. Also brought to you by stitchyouup.com, pocketpairclub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash cca productions presents. Show VoiceOver service is brought to you by jcvoiceover.com. That guy's got a damn sexy voice. You should hire him. Check out jcvoiceover.com. If you want to help support the show, go to paypal.me slash on the Radio. Comments? Concerns? Or do you just want to let Tuttle know he's being a dickhead? Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds at gmail.com. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast.
1: Hey, yo, Terry, what's going on?